0: The children play beside the Christmas tree
1: the presents are wrapped up, it's beautiful and secret.
2: Welcome to Wednesday Comics, my name is Marvin. To my left, AP18 himself, Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody, I'm doing well. To my right, GW himself, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast, my name is Marvin. Here again, to tell you the comics coming out for the last fucking week of November. My end time is flying. Uh, 11.30, 11.30, uh, excuse me, 11.29, 11.30. Um, right before the cusp of December. Uh, Alex, let me ask you this early, just because uh, I usually forget about it uh, lately, and I uh, just uh, let's talk. We just had a, a recent little—I uh, don't want to call it a storm. What do you call that? Like a snow drop, a flurry, two a flurry inches. We
0: had a winter advisory.
2: What would you call that? The the, the you wouldn't say to, you pick up the phone, you talk to somebody who doesn't live here. Do you say snowstorm? Do you say we had a little snow?
0: I guess I, to me, I say you just have some snow. Because a snowstorm to me is a blizzard, or I mean, we got what three to four inches of snow. You know what, South Dakota, you're gonna you're gonna live through it. You're gonna deal with it. Accidents happen, um, and that's what blows my mind every year when you get that first fresh snow. Everyone forgot how to fucking drive through snow, especially uphill. Uh,
1: you know, I I know uh, good old Fifty Seventh in Minnesota. You know, those fucks don't know how to go uphill. They they go slow
0: uphill. So that
1: you roll back instead of getting momentum to actually get over the fucking hump.
0: Yeah. no, I then I to be fair, I do drive a rear-wheel drive car. Uh, that is the shit fest.
2: I was but. gonna say, Alex. Uh, I thought you're you're gonna lambaste Alex for his car, but that's just because his car is rear wheel drive. So
0: yeah, his car is awesome. He can it can do anything. So I say, put the yeah, put the stability track off. And I fucking fly up that road.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There Whoa. we go. A little, a little winter cold. Uh, this
0: Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas thing. spirit.
2: You know what? You know what the... Oh, speaking of Christmas spirit. Give this guy some Christmas spirit, right? Um... <laughs> Another oh, God, story. dude. Gear, tell that story. It's been a while since we just said that story.
1: All right. So, a long time ago, in a Christmas very, very far away, we were working at this this store, and Marvin worked in the photo department, um, and there's this, uh, here's some context. There's this giant fucking wall of picture frames, like, as, uh, at least seven, eight feet up into the air, like, from ground to the top, and uh, so... I'm working check stands, the checkout area of this store. And a guy comes through, um, and he's buying some picture frames <laughs> and he goes, Hey, you know that guy that works back in the photo department? I'm like, Oh yeah, Marvin. It's like, yeah, that guy needs some Christmas spirit. I was trying to find some picture frames and, uh, he wasn't very helpful and didn't have, he didn't smile. He didn't even try to help. me. <laughs> and so I go to Marvin and I'm like Marvin this guy was really upset. Like what, what happened? And Marvin's like, he asked where the photo frames were. I told him to turn around and he couldn't fucking find the picture frames, but they're eight feet tall, probably 12 feet. He was feet literally across. in front of
2: it, looking at me being like, you guys got picture frames. And I like pointed behind him and I didn't, I didn't say anything <laughs> at first. He goes, and I think he meant he thought I like, I don't know what he thought, but he basically asked, asked the question again. I go, yeah, it's behind you. And he turned around and looked at it. <laughs> And that was the end of our our little de- deal, though. But to be f- fair to me, it was fucking open. It was like really, we just had opened, and also it's like at first I'm like, Is this guy doing it a bit, like it's fucking like it's the biggest <laughs> thing you could find back here. Like it's it's the most space that we dedicated to one item back here, and, and you're like you obviously walked back there somehow, whether from the side or from this. So you literally had to have been looking at it either from a perif peripher- or from directly in front to get back there and now you're asking me because there was no way to get it like in that aisle without seeing them in some way right and that's why i was like that's every year
1: every year since i believe probably 2011 2012 i've been saying give this guy some christmas spirit (laughs) because that guy didn't like marvin's christmas spirit
2: well you know sometimes uh you got to be like old grinch and and old scrooge and you Eat know. that
0: kid's candy, yeah. Wrong oh, holiday. You know, <laughs> to be fair, it is justified though to hate Christmas. Whoa, to an ex- to whoa, an whoa, to an dude. Scrooge. Scrooge. If you if you work in retail, if you, uh, <laughs> I don't know, if hey, you hate shopping.
1: To be fair, <laughs> if you're a manager of that retail store, you can turn the fucking volume down.
2: Can he, though? Like, what if (laughs) then that's the time that, you know, the fucking owner walks in? He's like, Where's that music? I'm paying good music. I'm paying good money to play the same five songs over and over again. So you better put that back on.
1: Oh, sorry. That 90 year old lady's on the floor from a stroke because she just heard this song three (laughs) times in a row. So
2: I will say that, though, that like Alex is correct. When we worked retail, I hated Christmas. Christmas songs (laughs) like annoyed me. The. Whole like Christmas like decoration, all of it annoyed me. I don't th- I don't think I would go as far as saying that I hated it, but I didn't want to see it because I got you got so much of it by working retail. You would spend eight hours with it basically, and every fucking thing plays some sort of tune or makes some sort of noise. And so, outside of work, I didn't want to hear that anymore. I will say this though, because I've been away from it for so long now. I think the la- I worked the last month I worked in retail was April 2016 so now that I'm like six years away from it I actually do enjoy Christmas music again and I enjoy the whole thing again but it's so like it wasn't even a matter of uh, during that time like I was against Christmas it's just that I had so much of it that it didn't feel it didn't feel like it was a special occasion it felt like you know you're spending 40 hours around it a week and it's just like that's too much of anything
1: you know, it's really bad when, unprompted, I see snow, and it's like this kind of Christmassy time, I get that. but I think the worst song that that radio plays was, was Santa Forever. Where it's like, Santa forever, never say never.
3: I hated that.
0: Worst. I, I think my thing is that I am a, I either want like the Bing Crosby, the old-fashioned OG songs, or I want just instrumental. I don't... Damn it, Marvin.
1: I never should have told him. I was going to say, Garrett,
0: you set you us up to that. Cool. You, Garrett, you are the Mr. Fantastic from that ultimate um, universe of Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> We're the smartest man alive. Don't make Blackpool talk, he'll kill you. But no. That's you, Garrett. Thank you. Thank you.
2: There you go. Your favorite song there. Mia Crosby. Speaking of, uh, um, ben, what did you say, Alex? Who's sent Crosby? Bing,
0: Bing Crosby. Bing White Crosby. Crosby. Is, this,
2: is he related to Mia? I don't know. This is Mia, so. Well, I, yeah, uh, Garrett.
0: If, if, if she is related to him, it should fame upon that band.
2: I will say this, Garrett. You're, are you saying that we heard that they played this song at, at where we used to work? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the song. So I must really, have, I must have, it, just, it,
1: it didn't trigger anything in you just uh-uh, now. Uh uh Wow. Which yeah, every,
2: other to, or... every other song used to. Every um, other song used to. Have a thing merry job. That one where it goes oh, have yeah. a merry. That one will set, <laughs> We used to send me up the wall, and I just like I would. Because that one, I feel... It's, I feel like it's the ones that are very hooky and that are very catchy because you, like, hear them and you hear the hook and that's... And then... So every time it goes on, you, you hear the hook. Like, there were some of them, though, that, like, were very low-key and just, like... I never would hear them because it's just, like... They weren't really catchy. And so, like... Those ones, like... I wouldn't be... My relatives would not be listening to, like... I don't know, Silent Night, but like Drummer Boy, you know what I mean? Like old Christmas music, like that kind of stuff never really annoyed me because I wouldn't – if it came on, I'd just be like, okay, that's Drummer Boy, whatever. I already oh, hate it. That's I, what I'm I've, saying.
0: I've, I've trained my mind to the physical perfection of ignoring music in general.
2: That's so true I, also because Alex Murray I took a little sabbatical and then I came back to the uh, store that correct. you worked at. That's what happened. The first thing I was like, "What's all these songs?" And when I first came, I was like, ah, ah, "Ah!" And then after a while, even those kind of songs that they play over and over again, those get annoying, and you start to hate that kind of style of music. Which, by the way, is not a great style of music. That pop kind of light pop, and you don't want to be too, like, hard and or too offensive. So it's very much bubblegum pop, and like then I started to hate that again. And then what you said, eventually you just zone it out. You're like, I never hear that
1: But our favorite one When all four of us were working there That Christmas song When that one would come up I'd be like three minutes of happiness Before the next seven songs started again
2: Which one are you talking about?
1: Christmas is the
2: time of the
1: year Christmas Yeah I can never be sad at this song
0: that's because every time I hear it, it's just to get you, Garrett. I know. It makes you me you
1: like
2: my Which, by the makes way, makes
1: all jolly inside.
2: Which, by the <laughs> way, I think Garrett did say, uh, I remember the reason why you started doing that is because I told you this was my favorite Christmas song. And I said, I don't get sick of this one, though. This one can play. And then you said, Oh, yeah, the one that sounds like it. And then you make fun of it. And now when I hear the song, no matter if it's you talking about it or on the radio or if I even play it, I cannot hear nothing but you. <laughs> That
1: <laughs> christmas <laughs> <laughs> and i think back to christmas. that I think, I think back
2: to that same exact moment and i every single time i have a thought i wish i never told him that because now i've been cursed with it for you know i almost uh, uh, so if not a decade I'm like you're i your christmas spirit I'm you are spirit. that was you were the the ghost of christmas suck and you just made it so that this <laughs> I can't enjoy this song anymore. It's the
1: Well, I'm clearly the Christmas future, because you're old as shit. So, I mean, I can't be past your Christmas past. Alex is Bill Murray.
2: <laughs> there you go. There's Christmas music. Uh, listen to that. Enjoy it. Uh, first up here, before we uh, get into what's coming off this week, uh, do you just want to uh, let's go ahead and start with, uh, a little something we we're reviewing this week, uh, came out <clears throat> Friday,
1: Garrett. Uh, yeah, Friday.
2: Day after Thanksgiving, um, which I remember looking on Disney plus cause I was like, oh, I heard that's, co-. I heard somebody say that it was, I saw like I saw a review that they, they enjoyed it and I was like, oh, is that out? And I went on there and said, oh, tomorrow I got time today, Disney, not tomorrow. <laughs> um, the gardens of the galaxy holiday special starring, uh, Chris Pratt. Um, maybe Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Pominine or how do you say? Her name? Uh,
2: Dave Batista. mantis
1: uh, actress. Vin Diesel.
2: Vin Diesel. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Kevin Bacon. Uh, Sean Gunn. And I think she actually the actress you're trying to think of the name of, and I can look it up here, Garrett uh, I got a phone right um, on
0: me. Pom pom or something like that. Yeah. Uh but um, I think she was
2: I here's the thing with this, and let's get right into this. Um the overall story is basically that they think that at, at one point Yondu ruined Christmas for Chris Pratt. Uh Star Lord, I, I don't want to call him Chris Pratt That's not his name in the movie. Star Lord, Pierre <laughs> Quill, and so both uh I almost said Batista. Uh both Drax and Mantis say, well, they're gonna go and get Kevin Bacon, bring him back here since he's he's Star Lord's favorite. Uh, and, re- and basically f- save Christmas for him so the beginning part starts with like a flashback of, in, in an animated style by the way also of Yondu ruining Christmas saying you know get this shit out of here he didn't say that I guess he's like get this out of here smash it uh, the tree and was like basically he was like fuck presents we don't need presents yeah. we're uh, fucking
1: pirates we'll take what we want uh,
2: we don't get handouts and ensues basically the Drax and Mantis movie for a good, good chunk of it, 20 minutes about, of them trying to go and get Kevin Bacon and bring him back. I will say a like, couple things. Here's my here's my observations while going throughout the movie that I made sure to remember so I could say this. Uh, Chris Pratt, if you told me that he was there on days that everybody else wasn't, I would believe you, um, and they just like added him into the scenes. <laughs> And two, did not look like he enjoyed doing this at all. He's barely in it. He's supposed to be like the star of this franchise. He's like barely in it. Um, so it feels feels like they filmed this at a time. He's, he's sad about
1: what? Gamora, man. That's Gamora's gone. He had to kill lot. his dad. He, you know, he he went through a lot. So he's there. You know, he's he's Christmas he is
2: not scared. I mean, he's not still sad about Yondu, they literally talk about him so much in this movie, he never brings it up being like, ah, Yondu, I wish he was here. I guess they kind of do, like, you know Yondu, that's it. But I really was confused at first, I was like, did he not die, or what's going on here? Because you guys don't seem, like, you must be way over that at this point. Which, to be fair, a lot of shit's happened since he died. All right, You know, Chris... uh, It's been five years. Five years... And a lot of shit happened in between, as you stated. Like Gamora died in between, so you probably forgot it already. about Yondu, so he was <laughs> well, like, I, um, ah.
0: the things that I took away from this, this show was I I hated the animated part. I thought the animation looked uh, choppy. That looked great. I, oh, I I hated the style. Uh, the acting felt eh, okay. I mean, Dave Batista and, and Mantis, they were fine. But they're also not characters that I care about. Like they're, they are the my least favorite of the Guardians. And Kevin Bacon ruined it by actually being. <gasps> I How dare you! I did, I did you? not like this.
1: How dare you! I spent you?
0: forty minutes watching
1: uh, when oh like no. cared about was
0: the last like three minutes. Are
1: you a Skrull? Did I, I, I scroll very,
0: you? I very well could be a Skrull, or wow. I'm the embodiment of Scrooge.
1: See, I thought completely different. I thought, so you know how MCU is just packing in comedy wherever it can, besides Wakanda forever, Shane chi and like Spider-Man, no Way Home, They're like, comedy, 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 yeah. you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. I thought this was so well done. Because like, it had its serious beats, but the comedy was earned. It wasn't like forced. Like opening up with that Christmas song where the aliens don't understand what Christmas is. I was dying. I was like, this is perfect. This is that so song good.
0: Is perfect. The song was perfect. But yeah. there's no sta- there's no stakes in this.
1: It's a Christmas it, special. It doesn't say Guardians of the Galaxy movie with Christmas. It's a
0: special. I'm, oh, come on. There's got to be some stakes at hand. All there was was, hey, we yeah. lose. Christmas
1: could have been ruined for Star-Lord.
0: We okay. literally human trafficked Kevin Bacon.
1: Hey, and then I he thought goes, Kevin hey, Bacon was the gem of this. No, like. No what he had oh he did a great in like what was saying star lord was barely in this i thought kevin bacon stole the whole show well
0: it's because he's more in it than star lord was in it
1: i know it was fun i thought it was fun and the comedy was really well done i love the touching moment with like star lord and mantis um the only thing that i didn't like that groot looked horrible yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, I give him props for doing like a live action prosthetic, like suit.
2: It wasn't. It's all CGI.
1: That wasn't CGI.
2: He that had, was a suit. No, James Gunn was talking about it on Twitter. He said that it's CGI because somebody was asking no him like why they they went for the suit this time.
1: He lifts up his arms and the wood paneling starts coming off his shoulders. That's <laughs> not CGI.
2: I, I don't know, but that's what he said. He that's said that's
1: a lie, dude. The doesn't even have like a chin. It like it rests on his chest.
2: I'm not I'm not disagree with you that it does look like a suit. I'm just saying Jane's gun said it's 100% CGI.
1: Wow. Maybe mm-hmm. that's how our April Fools earlier. I
0: mean, to be fair, if it is, CGI, it's the best looking worst looking, yeah. but best looking CGI. Yeah, you ever. fooled me. Yeah, that's the best CGI I've ever seen in my life. That looks so that's real. It's exactly
2: that, what I said because I heard it I heard it from somebody else. They and they told me to check and I looked that he said that. But when they go I go, I honestly thought that was a suit. Like, that's the best CGI I've ever seen. Like if that wow. if that isn't. Um which is funny because it actually there's some points in this movie where it doesn't have great CGI. So like I saw where the budget went and I went make Groot look like the Jeans gun
1: is, him and
2: him and uh Rocket are barely in this thing. Him and Rocket are barely in, and in Nebula in, when Groot's in it. And even though Groot has one phrase that he says in this movie, he barely even says that. So uh, a lot of times he's, it's very silent comedy, like him in the background. He's in the background a lot of these shots, just like waving and shit. Maybe it's cheaper to make him small, <laughs> like in the background. Well,
1: he he wheels out Kevin Bacon, too.
2: Yeah, I know, but, like, <laughs> but I after that, that happens, he kind of like... goes into the crowd rather than staying yeah. up in front.
1: That's true. Well, I thought it was kind you know, of a great way, like if Vin Diesel needed a more physical part in the movies, like put him in a fucking suit. I mean, I was convincing, but that CGI, man, never mind. Keeping the voice. I'll say this
2: uh, I didn't love it like Garrett's stating but I didn't hate it like Eric, uh, uh, Alex Eric. is saying <laughs> I know I forgot your you name so did you replace Eric. me
0: from last week when I left off gosh yeah.
2: Um, yeah. but what was I going to say oh there are things that like add up and like I don't like like there are very specific things that I really don't like but also I thought that a lot of the comedy did work, like, and I thought that it was short enough that I really, like, it didn't drag on. At least, like, it wasn't Love and Thunder where they repeated jokes over and over again and it drags for two and a half hours, right? Um, yeah, it is something that by the time you're about to get sick of it, I feel like it's over. So it's just like a, I think that for, forty minutes is like a great special length, like mm-hmm. the uh af- the. One that just happened before this, Mr. Uh, Werewolf by Night, that you guys haven't seen yet. Um, I know, I need to. That is a perfect length for that. And so, like, I am interested in if they do more of these specials, because I feel like this is a good format. I would rather not have TV shows and just have specials. I think that would be, It would have. we would have less of them. They could be more focused, and 40 minutes will make it so that you don't get, like... I think, yeah, Garrett, you have mentioned a couple times. That, no, no, I guess it's your, I guess it's guest host one, um, that like it drags in the middle to in, the shows do, uh, to and then it reserves everything for the finale. And you're like, okay, well, like, why couldn't we get more of that earlier? But in terms of this movie, here's the things I didn't like. One, I feel like Mantis is nothing like her characters in the other movies in this movie. It really does seem like. Like, that is not... They didn't write that that uh, um, role initially to be Mantis. I feel like it was supposed to be somebody else, and they changed it. Um, two, uh, and I know Dave Batista has come out and said that he um, is kind of sick that uh, Drax is, like, too comedic, and he wishes that they would go back to kind of how he was in the first movie, and he was kind of like funny because he didn't understand rather than just being dumb. Uh, which in this movie he does have a couple times where it's just like who is this now? You begin, like, you're acting like he's dumb? And I feel like in the first movie he just was very literal. That was a joke. And now they're just yeah. being dumb. Um, but I, I thought Batista is the funniest thing in this whole fucking movie. He is the funniest thing except <laughs> it's like his character is such devolved into just idiot. But if I'm going to look at it from a comedic standpoint and be like were they good jokes? Yes. Even though it's basically just being like how, how dumb and, and, uh, there were some jokes where he takes things too literal, but, uh, like the whole thing with the little man, like (laughs) that's just stupid, but it's funny. He makes it funny. That's the thing about Batista. I'll tell you this. Batista is like the best wrestler actor ever so much so that I forget that he used to be a wrestler. Like he is to me a legitimate actor. Like when I see John Cena or I see the rock stuff like that, I'm just like, okay, that's like a wrestler being an actor. Um, but I feel like Batista is a great actor. Like he should, this is what he was meant to do. So he kills that role. He's the best part of this whole thing. And I feel like if you like Drax, then you'll enjoy this movie, which I enjoy Drax because Batista is so good at it. Um, but I feel like Uh Mantis is a totally different character. She's so angry and she's supposed to be like an empath, right? And, And feed off of like the people around her. Um, And Drax is not even that angry in this whole movie, but she is. She constantly yells at him, calls him stupid. And I was like, what did this happen? Like, it's such a dramatic uh, jump from the last movie. Um, And then also, like I said, Chris Pratt doesn't seem like he wants to be there. I kept trying to figure out, like, why his hair is so fucked up, right? Like, it's like it just got out of bed hair, which at first I did agree with you, Garrett. I thought it was going to be something about, like... He's depressed about Gamora, about Yondu, but they never bring up any of those two things up. They never even hint at them that he's sad about those things. They never even give him a reason to be sad. He doesn't really even say that he, like, wishes he was on Earth for Christmas. Like, he just talks about how, oh, yeah, Christmas, and, like, as a memory. But then he acts like he's sad the whole movie, but they never give him a reason to. Um, So, I, I'm going to go with the theory that he didn't want to be there. But, and Chris Pratt didn't want to be there. <laughs> um, that must have been when he was filming Jurassic Park and then Mario. And then, what's he? He's doing like a million movies right now. Especially, How come he,
1: they don't love me? How come they don't yes, love me? Yes, and he was going through that
2: controversy <laughs> at the time. And, and then you had James Gunn, who, right before they, they made this movie, was kicked off of the franchise. And so he does not look like he's having a good time. Uh, no Gamora. I guess you know, can uh, shell out for Gamora? Uh, who knows if that was Vin Diesel? Maybe, possibly. Uh, it says it is, but who knows? Bradley Cooper? Who knows? That must have been just recycled. That could be just recycled. Uh, yeah, they
1: didn't. They didn't, if they were trying to save CGI, they definitely did because uh, Rocket was barely in it.
2: Yeah, he's barely in it. And then Cosmo, who is in this? Who I think we've only seen prior to this. We they haven't really been a character. Yeah, well, they were
1: in the collect. It was in the
2: collectors. Uh, one of the yeah, we saw them. But boxes. there was no like actual role for them. Um, so Cosmo usually is a Russian kind of dog, uh, male. But in this one, he's, he's female, or has a high bitch voice. One of the two. Um, I, and
0: he sounds like he's got the the voice from um <coughs> up, the the Doberman's voice, were unfortunately really high.
2: Oh. It's a she, it's not a he. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks it, I guess I'm not an expert at these retrievers, you know. Is that a retriever? I don't even know what kinda of, I'm an expert in dogs in general. Um, but I get the vibe that it was a female uh canine of uh maybe retriever descent. And it still was kind of Russian. Like it wasn't f- like super hard on the Russian accent. Like if you play that Guardian's game, Cosmo's in it and they go hardcore that he's Russian. Like, yeah. and then you see this and you're like, maybe <laughs> this is
1: <laughs> kind of like Halle Berry's storm, uh, accent, you know, yeah. like, kind of mm-hmm. like it goes like one word, it does come one and go. In every 10 words is an accent. Otherwise it's all just normal. Language. It does come and go. Yeah.
2: Um, so I couldn't really, I didn't know if I'd like Cosmo or if I didn't like it. I couldn't really, cause there's not much of it in this movie. It, it, uh, right. The scenes that she's in are with rocket only. And as you said before Garrett, like he's barely in the movie too. And the scenes that he, he's in, like if you would have cut those scenes, same movie. It really doesn't add anything. I actually found it a little bit annoying because I was just like, th- this is obviously just a you show off rocket. There's no point in him being in this scene. Um, but the there are thing, I mean, like I said, the jokes were good. I thought Batista was funny. Uh, things that made me laugh out loud are when she Mantis is uh, questioning whether or not he could throw her over the fence and then he just doesn't. <laughs> uh, uh, that was hilarious to me. And then the line later on from Star Lord, when Groot said, "I knew this was a bad idea," and he goes, "Just he goes, just that five minutes ago, you were smiling, you're ear- ear, wheeling him out in a box," <laughs> and I think that's a great fucking line, and it made me laugh so much. Um, but and it, yeah, so like if you want, it has some nice lines, but really it's Batista humor, like Drax, because I don't feel like Mantis really, like. Sometimes she plays like the really kind of dumb, and then she plays like super angry, and she like is calling Drax dumb because she's like, "How could you be so dumb?" So it's very, it's a very confusing kind of inflection of the character. I feel like it's like they didn't know what they wanted to do with that. That's why I feel like it was supposed to be Bra- uh, Drax with some other some other members of the Guardians of Galaxy. I don't know who. Maybe it was originally going to be more Chris Pratt, and as I said, either he didn't want to be there. <laughs> or I'm guessing because Disney can make him do whatever they want when he's on their contract that he probably had other obligations and they worked around his schedule. And so that's why he was barely in the movie too. I
1: don't know. I know for sure. I got, I thought of another thing I didn't like, I didn't like that bar scene and then like being passed out with the money and stuff. I was like,
0: that was dumb. Yeah. Well, so I think the comedy, I didn't find any of the things you guys just chuckled at funny. I and I realize my sense of humor is very—I don't even know. This. this Did somebody kick you in the balls before you watch this well, or I'm something? Like, what is it? I read? The no, no. I had a fine time. I don't know. A it was fine just, time. A fine time. Not with no, not with the movie. That's like I,
1: being I, this, stabbed with knives.
0: This, and being like, well, it's I, okay. This is like getting stabbed because oh, the, the please. The, the comedic beats were love and thunder. Batista's too stupid, all the time. And I hated it. Like you, know, you said,
2: the person... He's
0: literally like, a literal person. That I find funny. You know
2: this, what I find I find really uh, kind of... It makes the the uh, performance more impressive for me, Alex? Was that I read that he didn't want to play the character that way. But then he's so fucking good at it. And be like, man, he's really good. Because he looks like he's having a hell of a time playing that character. And I know deep down he hates being that dumb as a character. When originally that's not... Because if you read Drax in the comics pre any of these movies, that is nothing like the Drax character sure, at all. Like the Drax character is super smart, super strong. He's literally one of the strongest people in the galaxy. He's killed Thanos before, like, and he wants to kill Thanos because Thanos killed his family. And he has a lot of nuance and has a lot of that kind of revenge kind of story avenging his family, uh, as his backstory. And so like, there's a lot there of that character. So, I couldn't imagine if Batista like loved that character and then said, Hey, I want to be in this movie. And they're like, Okay, but it's not going to be that person, which I've gotten over because I've hated the Guardians. Not hated, but I really enjoyed the Guardians for a while because they're so different, like all of them. And I don't mind adapting something for the screen. But when you totally simplify those characters because you're like, This is just, the-. I hate when people like, for instance, Christopher Nolan makes up those Batman movies and he's like Batman is too silly to literally put on screen. So we have to make everything realistic, which is fine. If you get yourself out of that mindset, that's going to be a a Batman adaptation <laughs> and you're just going to go in there <laughs> and be like, this is his take on Batman. And I, th- I think the same thing with this, you have to be like, this is James Gunn's guardian of the galaxy. This is not guardians of the galaxy as it should be. But if you enjoy James Gunn, enjoy his humor, uh, you'll like this movie. I don't think it's the funniest thing that James Gunn has ever done. Like, I feel like Peacemaker as a whole show is way better than this special. But as you mm-hmm. stated, Garrett, like, it's just a special. It's 40 minutes. Like, you're looking for something Christmas related. I feel like it's harmless enough. But I don't think, like, if I was looking forward to this, I feel like I would be disappointed. But I wasn't. And it wasn't something really on my radar. And I thought it was a, it's a nice 40 minutes.
1: Agreed. It gave me the Christmas spirit.
2: Like, I'm never going to be, say, uh, but I still, I'm never going to, I'm A, never going to watch it again. And I'm B, never going to recommend it to somebody. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, yeah, you should. But if somebody said, hey, should I watch, they'd be like, do you like The Guardian? They'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I like, yeah, watch it. But if they, if like, somebody <laughs> well, used to there's like, some
1: good music. Kevin Bacon's song of the, and that, that song at the beginning.
0: Classic. No, that Christmas song was phenomenal. That would be the only thing I even almost wanted to get the old 97s album just because I liked how that song was. The only thing to take away from this story that doesn't even probably matter is that Mantis is Peter's sister.
2: Oh, yeah. See, I even forgot that whole part. And I don't even know, like, from a story standpoint and where the Guardians are currently, like, it seemed weird to, like, just put that piece in this movie. Like, maybe that should have been the whole thing instead of the the Yondu hating Christmas. They should have been like, she found out that she's Peter's sister and as her sister as having that a brother for the first Christmas or ever, like she wants to connect with her brother and, and enjoy his holiday. And she wants to give him a present like that. I feel like would be more of a through line that would make him, her telling him that, Hey, I'm your sister too. And adding all that, like I thought that part was cheesy at the end when he was like, that's a good present enough. And I was like, I know it's a Christmas movie, but still, like, I, you still gotta like, something's gonna happen there where you wink at the screen. Like, it, it, this movie that 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 whole special was not sincere enough for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but there was
1: point. like, there was all the gift exchange. Like, I feel like Rocket getting Bucky's arm, and like all those other things. I was like, this would mean more if you guys were in this fucking special.
2: That's what I, Yeah, yeah, that exactly. And it's like part of a montage, and you're just like, oh, why is this in-? Like I is like. The, there's so many scenes like that where they're basically just like, well, here's the Rocket scene. People want to see Rocket, which I'm saying, like, if that really is your end goal, you like the Guardians, and you want to see more of the Guardians, that's what this is good for. If you <sighs> have enjoyed everything that Marvel's done, uh, and you'll enjoy this too. I think though, like, if you're looking for, A, something that matters, this was never going to be that. Like, I feel like if you watch Werewolf by night, that will more likely be relevant to the uh, universe as a whole than this special will be.
1: Hmm. I know, I really need to see it.
2: I bet your brother's going to hit it, though. Hashtag guest host one. Did you watch it? Well,
0: he watched weapon, it. Yeah,
1: he's he thought you guys were gonna call.
0: The oh, only funny. thing that would matter for for down the line from this movie is that Bucky doesn't have that arm anymore. When we get to Thunderbolts and he can't fucking find it.
1: Now nah, he's, he's got a it. new arm, man.
0: He'll have a new one by then. But
3: <clears throat> hello, this is hashtag guest host one. Hold on, where's my speaker function? Oh Jesus. Got ourselves another Alex over here. Oh, wait, no. What, <laughs> they changed it. <laughs> yeah. We can well, hear you. I know, but hold on. Where's oh, the. They used to have the speaker on thing. Hold. What? <laughs> Why are you putting us on hold? I'm not. Okay, well, all right.
1: Welcome to the show, Corey.
2: Hashtag guess one for the you, entertainment.
1: Though, because the speaker...
0: <laughs> hold on. He can hear
2: <laughs> us, but he can't hear us. What did he just say?
0: He can hear know. us, but we're not very loud for him. Oh, I see. He keeps trying to put us on hold. Shouldn't just speak no, well at not. the bottom of it next
2: to the mic? Yeah, put us on hold. i listen. We'll listen to a song while we're Christmas. Oh, God, it's the time God. of the year. No idea what's going on right now. Why it's <laughs> being
3: this way?
2: Can you can you put, put your microphone? So you really don't want to hold the phone up to your ear? Is that what you're saying?
3: I guess I can hold it, the front of my ear, but it was always <laughs> convenient to the speakerphone. <laughs> oh, hopefully it's not an inconvenience when somebody's calling Corey, What the heck deal. is wrong with you, Facebook Messenger? You're pissing me off.
2: You know what? I'm looking at my thing right now, in a boot, right now, too. boot. Right now, Corey, and you're right. I don't know where that button is.
3: Yeah. They, they have... just updated it. But yeah. What morons? I'm going to complain. Well, at Adam. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Adam <her. laughs> yeah. At me. Facebook. you Yeah. What, Mark Zuckerberg? What?
2: Uh, Corey, we just spoke about the Guardians holiday special. What were your thoughts on it? I enjoyed
3: it. It was good. Not great. Alex hated it. Not bad. So, you know, here's the thing. I'm not as happy. Again, you guys know how I feel about the mid-CU. Yes.
2: I actually predicted before we would talk to you that you would not be super hot in this movie. I was special.
3: Yeah, I get what you said. But it's like, I mean, I was enter like, I was, I was along for the journey. I was not jumping for joy. There was nothing that I saw where I was like, oh, God, yes. And there was nothing where I was like, this sucks.
2: Yeah, that's I basically what like, I said.
3: Entertained. Yeah,
2: yeah you know, it's it, a good entertainment. I told, I basically said, like, if you're somebody who enjoys The Guardians or any of the Marvel Universe, uh, you probably like this. Especially if you like Drax as a character, because he's in a majority of it. But if this yeah. is something where you like really don't pay attention to the universe or really are just like nonchalant about watching these movies, I don't think this is really something you're gonna get super excited about. It's not like mm-hmm. a Guardians movie, which would have an overall plot and have action and have comedy. Like it's, it's very much like you have to enjoy the Guardians to have a good time during this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just wa-
3: I just want to know what's going on with. Chris Pratt in all these roles where he's a main character and he's getting treated like a side character.
2: That's what, literally like, what we were just talking about. I was like, was he not there the whole time? They couldn't film him. Did he not want to right. be part of it more? Like,
3: I'm just so confused. This is like, I mean, I think it's just seeing it back to back with Thor, where he is treated like a side character. Or you expect? Oh him yeah, to you're be right. It feels like exactly the character. same. Yeah. So it's like, what the heck? He's got the major star power. Why You're right. Are you, you would think
2: that he would be in that whole Thor movie, like, because that's the way they kind of touted it, it was Thor's adventures with the Guardians. Right. And then they basically, yeah, the same thing happen where it felt like he had an obligation. He was like, you know what, I can give you five minutes, film me, film all my scenes, because it really is like a montage, and then he just leaves. Yeah. Um so. I'll say this also. Hey Corey, by the way, I figured out how to do the speaker. Um how do you do that? So down below where it has the little microphone and the, and the call, if you lift it up, where it says phone, I think if you click on that, it'll give you other options to put speaker.
3: No, because all I can do is click it.
2: Oh, really? Mine comes up with some options. Oh, I think I if want
3: you... to hit that center thing. Nope, that's not it. Hmm. What did I just do? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, I'll just keep holding the phone up to my ear. Stupid
2: iPhone. Uh... Yeah, so I think I think if realistically Garrett said it was he really liked it, um, me and you are mid on this. Yeah, and Alex mm-hmm. literally would have been Alex would have been had more fun if we walked over to his house and slapped him in the face and left. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it has to, to do football, with space, yeah. so yeah, you know, we get where he feels with that. So
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially Alex. What's the last MCU thing that you watched besides Thor: Love and Thunder,
0: Black Panther? With you guys,
2: <laughs> <laughs> before that, yeah, no have shit. you watched any of the TV stuff?
0: No, uh, I mean I've watched. Up, uh, I didn't watch Ms. Marvel. I haven't watched She-Hulk, and I've watched all the other shows. So, Last Christmas, uh,
2: okay. the Werewolf by Night. You didn't watch that? Nope,
0: not yet. Moon Knight. I did watch oh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight was so in the movie.
1: good. Moon Knight was
2: good. I know, I was telling them they both should watch that one, because that one's actually, I feel like, worth it. Um,
3: yeah, oh, you guys would love it.
2: But this is how the, the TV kind of Disney Plus Marvel's been, I feel like. Besides, I think, like, Werewolf by Night and Miss Marvel weren't, weren't really kind of like that, but everything else kind of feels like this. It. So yeah. It's like, eh, okay. Right. Like, what, what was the point of this? I guess it's only, like, if you enjoy this They're very, they're definitely making stuff that's more for specific people of their fandom than making something that is going to work with everybody. Right. Because,
3: yeah, for me, it's like, hey, you know, Drax and Mantis are cool, but, you know, they're not next it. And, you know, they're not like the people I'm like, oh, man, you know? And so when you call this a Guardians of the Galaxy special and we get barely any rocket Star Lord and any, like, You know, there's one throwaway line about Gamora or anything like that. I'm like, oh, so it's only just Drax and Mantis.
1: (laughs) And also, um,
2: even though Sean Gunn's character plays a crucial part in the beginning and the end, he's also barely in it, too. Like, it really is. They had Dave Bautista, and they had the actress who plays Mantis, which we couldn't figure out. I had never looked up. Um, They had those two only, and they had everybody else one day. And they're like, here's what we're gonna do. A majority of the time you're not gonna be around any of these other people. And so we can I mean, I thought it
3: was thing. I thought it was interesting to see more of Mantis's abilities. I couldn't realize she could do that kind of like jump thing she can do. Oh yeah. You know, when she's in the apartment and stuff. I am like, Oh, I didn't know she had those abilities. Interesting. Do you
2: feel like that was uh consistent with her character in the movies?
3: Uh not necessarily. It seemed like it did seem different and weird where she's kind of got like more of this bug-like personality. Uh, Cause I was like, Oh, I thought you could just do the thing where you make, you know, where you make people go to sleep or whatever, you control their mind for a second or read their mind. So, hmm. and then of course the spoiler, you know, the sister thing, I'm like, that's cool. I mean, that, that got me like that gets you in the feels like that scene. It's like, Hey, anything with family like that? It's like, okay, that was, one of the good scenes of that.
0: What yeah. a weird thing to throw at the end of this movie! Of going yeah, to, I, mean, I know. How the but it makes sense? It <laughs> makes sense. Who did Who did uh, Kurt Russell go have sex with to make her? So, and why? Maybe, is it but, you, just you know, fucking everybody. everybody a fucking everybody. A fucking That's bug on his planet.
2: He hopped his way
0: through the galaxy. I get that.
3: mantis we can't even shade her because let's be honest, Luke Skywalker made out with his sister, and then they found out they were brother and sister. So it's like nothing can top that for a weirdest
0: sibling reveal. What is it? What a weird way to bring it in. When to be fair, does it it even matter until we get to Guardians three? And are they going to talk about it again? Mm -hmm. I mean, who cares? And other news,
3: I mean, in the Guardians front, I guess there was, like, some type of Comic-Con in Japan or something like that, and they released the Ant-Man 3 trailer and the Guardians 3 trailer. So, since it got released in Japan, I'm feeling within the next month or so, we'll get it
2: here. You got a leak yet?
3: Well, I mean, I, I heard what the at D23 or whatever, the the private trailer, yeah, where it, like, you know, it says it's do you guys care? Wednesday Comic Fans, do you guys care if I potentially spoil this I think Again, we talked about it before. It. The High Evolutionary and Rocket, whatever, it's a lot about Rocket.
2: Oh, yes, because you, you, we had a whole conversation how you thought the logo was based on Rocketdyne.
3: Oh yeah, right. we talked. <laughs> it's not my theory. It was another theory. But Gary was like,
2: "No, it's not true." No, yeah,
3: well, you he look at it. He said it in that exact same tone. Too. I didn't
1: say it like that. I didn't sound like Schmidt being a little
3: bitch.
2: Not yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah.
3: So, but I mean, that was interesting. But yeah, no. Uh, what else was I gonna say? I just, uh, I do think that this is a nice epilogue. <laughs> to Guardians of the Galaxy part two, there's everything with Yondu there. Cause like, dude, the ending of Guardians two, like every time I watch that where Yondu does it, like that hits me in the fields where you're just like, Oh man, I felt that. And so it's like, if you would watch this right after that, I feel like that would be a good pairing. Cause it just adds more to the Peter Yandu relationship.
2: Corey, do you feel like uh Manus's character, there was a rewrite in the script and they put Manis in that, that slot of going with Drax when it's supposed to be somebody else?
0: Who do
2: you think it would be? I don't
0: know. It should be like Gamora. Almost like... You, the athleticness, athleticism that
2: she had. There's definitely, I feel like, Mantis yeah. and Drax, and the last time we saw them, were like so in sync with each other and friends, and she was super yeah. nice to him. And in this movie, she borderline hated him. And oh, And like yeah. kept yelling She's at up. him. So it doesn't really seem like her character, and it feels like they maybe... Replaced her with somebody else, and they're like, Well, this is the tone we rewrote it for, so.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, Gamora makes a good Gamora is a good actress call.
2: Yeah. is a good mattress. call there.
3: Oh, and as I was talking about ambulance. Guardians, too, we got barely any Groot either. And I was like, Oh, it's this new version of Groot in the costume here. Uh,
2: Not a whoa, costume. A
3: big revelation, CGI. Yeah. yeah.
2: James Gunn said 100% CGI, no costume.
3: Yeah, I bet a Sean Gunn underneath there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, oh, it, but speaking of uh, people barely in the movie, Nebula also pops up for one scene.
3: Oh yeah, just when she gives uh, Rocket the Winter Soldier's arm, which we get no explanation for. And then
2: later when they go run after Kevin Bacon, there's like two scenes she's in. But, but if you right. add them both up, it's it, it, I've been on TV more than that. So.
3: Well, the the angles to the opening <laughs> the opening music song was like tripping me out with that angle where they keep pulling away.
2: Oh, I'm like Why do Spielberg you guys
3: keep doing this. Yeah, you guys are giving me a headache. That's the Spielberg baby.
2: What do you mean? Yeah, uh,
3: well, not a headache, but I was like, you ever
2: seen Jaws. I've seen,
3: i of bad hat I've Harry. Seen Jaws. Yeah, that's
2: a shot. That's a jaw shot.
3: We're gonna need a bigger boat.
2: Yeah, bad. That's a bad hat, Harry. Yeah. Do you remember that from that movie? <laughs> That, that's, what quote, that's what people. that's what people call for that movie when they say, "What movie is this?" That's a bad. That's some bad hat, Harry. Jaws. That's on the. <laughs> was that there.
3: when? Is that Roy? Oh, okay. Yeah, Roy, like, that, Roy. Roy talks. Not Roy. Not yeah. Roy Schneider. What's his? Richard Dreyfus? No, Does it is it is Roy. Roy comes oh, onto, Roy. when yeah. he
2: first okay. comes down to the beach. He sees somebody. He goes, "That's some bad hat, Harry." <laughs> 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 Look at the fuck, dude! This guy tried to have a chill time. He dressed yeah. up for the beach, and he's like, "That fuck your hat." <laughs> and then he moves on. I was like, "All right." Uh, there we go. Want live in
3: that town? Besides the killer shark, anyway. Besides the point.
2: <laughs> besides the know. killer shark. Besides the yeah. uh, shit government that allowed that beach to be open. Besides the fact that they got one cop in hey, the whole Hey, you place, know what, yeah. and,
3: and not, a, not a big side tangent, Wednesday common fans, but do you guys enjoy in Jaws 2 that oh, his, for his planter in the front yard is one of the yellow barrels from the first one? I was like, I freaking love that touch, and it was a great homage to Jaws. So I was like, perfect. Give the set designer a raise. Back in the 80s, it was probably like $5 in a bazooka bubblegum. And they were happy. Yeah. So uh, I mean any know.
2: any joy you can take from that movie is a plus, so
3: Right. Yeah. You know, it's I mean it's not as bad as three or four. <laughs> all right. All right. We were talking Guardians. <laughs> Marvin, Marvin. Get your hey, own hey, fucking hey, podcast. Hey, Platinum Patreon fans, <laughs> Marvin and I will do a Jaws franchise exclusive podcast episode any day now. So just get ready, get hyped. Let let us know in the comments if that's what you want to do and Marvin will set it up. Again, but it only yeah. be you'll like do 13 you'll bucks do, a you'll, do
1: a, you'll do an hour
3: episode on every five minutes of Jaws. The
2: whole who franchise. plays Alfred? Michael uh, Caine.
3: Mike Michael Caine. Again, once again again, comic fans. If you want to say Michael Caine in British, you just say my cocaine. So like the drug, <laughs> say it, my cocaine, <laughs> oh my and you're God, saying Michael dude. Caine in British. Uh,
2: the last you're thing welcome. I was gonna say. Well, the last thing we'll say about Jaws four is what Michael Caine said about it. I've never seen the film, but I have seen the house that I that it that I bought and that is very nice. <laughs> uh there you go. Well, Corey, uh thanks for your review. I think it, it brought a nice kind of mix to this. So we got we got two mids, we got one low, we got one high. I think that it, it just shows you how like This really is for a specific kind of mood and person. I feel like this special. So uh, your mileage may vary depending on which one of us (laughs) you feel like that day or your thoughts towards the whole thing. So, Uh, Mm -hmm. and I think we all explained our points. So, like, if you're really going into this expecting, like, it to matter or something to happen, you're going to feel like Alex. If you go into this, you know, know, thoughtless and, and, you know, you just want to laugh and you, you basically need mindless TV, You'll right. like Eric.
3: You know, at Wednesday comic fans, if you didn't feel the I Christmas. Fuck
2: yourself.
3: At Wednesday comic <laughs> fans, if you didn't feel the Christmas spirit in this special, just remember there's always die hard.
2: But, oh, if, yeah. but if you have for, for your
3: Christmas enjoyment. If so, you, you don't like, ever fear.
2: If you have you know, you have a thought and you can know to take the good with the bad, uh, but also don't <laughs> have the kind of anger that Alex has, then you'll feel like me and Corey, mid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. eh, you know I was not I d I wasn't I wasn't like Left, like I wasn't lesser for the experience, but I just wasn't more. Wow,
2: I I was telling them too. Forty minutes in and out—that's why I wasn't mad. If this movie was an hour, hour and a half, I would have been pissed. Then I would have liked it. But
3: well, if they would have, yeah, if they would have dragged up in there with the whole with Kevin Bacon and all that stuff, I'd have been like, yeah, this could have been tightened up a little. bit. Forty
2: minutes? I I, we create content longer than forty minutes on a weekly basis. I just saw. I just saw a thing today that uh, we've produced two point three point two thousand uh, uh, minutes of content this year. So
3: woo. wow, that'll be only half of Avatar three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Corey?
3: That two is three hours and eleven minutes long. Anyway, we're already uh, almost an
2: hour into the show, and we still got a whole bunch of show to okay. do. So, uh,
3: All right. Well, this is hashtag guest host one signing off. Stay classy, San Francisco, and go watch Die Hard. You won't regret it. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas.
2: All right. Bye. That's what we had to get into, Alex. We need to I don't know it. how
3: to hang up on this stupid update. <laughs> Hit the red button. I can't because it's a weird screen. You guys just got to. There
2: we go. I got <laughs> uh, That was amazing. Detective well, we Comics. to do that more often. Here's a comic coming up for this week that we're looking forward to. Detective Comics 2022 20, Annual Number One. Um,. On the cover, it says who is in this book, but it does not say on the DC website. See the Albuquerque um, and some other people, I guess. All I see is Albuquerque that I can read. Uh, but there we go. I'm looking forward to it. I, I feel like it, this is um, the fifth week. Uh, I I'm don't I'm not really fifth week, but it's DC's, like, annual week, basically, when they just throw whatever out. I think there's, like, one or two books that are – nope, because that's even a special, that Return of kal thing. thing. Um, so, anyways, annuals are hit or miss. But well, this one has a cool cover, so I was like, you know what, <sighs> I might read this. And Albuquerque on Batman, uh, who, why wouldn't you get that? So, uh, plus number one by uh, Doug Wagner, Daniel Hilliard, and Rico Renzi, serial killing, cannibalistic fury for uh, furries, plastic and vinyl creator Doug Wagner and Daniel Hilliard are back. This time, they recruit colorist extraordinaire Rico Renzi for the disturbing neo-horror spin on futuristic psychopaths and bizarre love. In plush, David Faulkner is coherent in attending his first furry convention. When he accidentally happens upon a group of furries devouring a human, the insanity begins. Did you just want Devin for dinner or something more wicked? Alex, uh, what do you think here? We got uh, uh, furries and cannibals.
0: I... Uh to be fair, when I looked at it to begin with, I had I was going to order this two months ago, and I hadn't. And I'm looking at it again, like, you know what, I, got? I think I need to visit this book. Who doesn't want to see furries devouring people? And deep down inside, when I looked at the pictures, all I could see is Five Nights at Freddy's. And I expected these to be animatronics, which are just as fucking scary. So uh, either way, uh, there's monsters, whether they're humans in animal form or robots in animal form, I'll take it.
2: And yeah, any when you turn around and you see you know see some animals coming at you, it doesn't matter if it's a robot or a human side. If they're looking to fuck, they'll fuck. So
0: you know what, <laughs> and hopefully you're not the one to fucked. <laughs> <laughs> don't get fucked. up. I
2: don't know. This cover looks like uh, something's going down. So either you yeah. do that or you get you know a little ass chewed by this cannibal. So <laughs> well, a little of the rump gone. You know what I mean? Double O Seven, number four. Uh Philip Kennedy Johnson, Marco Finnegan, Tomer Lee Edwards, faced with no choice double seven must steal the impossible. Holy shit a Garrett. Is he stealing it? Huh? The Declaration of Independence? No. Oh.
1: Um <laughs> You know, I always give uh James Bond series a chance. Um and the last couple sucked. Uh, and so I saw this one as branded 007, and then I saw Philip Kennedy Johnson, and I was like, okay, well, he's been doing pretty good on Superman and action comics. Uh, so I was like, I'll try out issue one. And I loved it, it brought me back to the movies, uh, and I guess to Marvin's couch when we binged uh, through all the Bond movies. Um, but yeah it's it's great it's there's a lot of uh basically the plot is there is another double o agent um ironically it's three which i was like sean bean's not in this um and uh that uh 003 dies and it turns out that there's a conspiracy within the mi6 so there's like uh splinter cell agents in mi6 trying to take out uh trying to help out another group and James is on the, is on the hunt so you know lots and, of fun good story
2: anything that brings back memories of my couch is good so
1: that's right you still have that couch
2: no i don't i have a different one now damn it um i know i got a sectional now before it was just a old standard couch um yeah we watched all those movies i haven't i would you know what garrett for us to <laughs> dedicate so much time as we did to james bond and live and die by james bond for so long I haven't seen the latest movie. Still. I thought it sucked, I but I still... But you, know, but you know, but that's what I'm saying. But I still have not seen it because I heard not. I heard mixed things about it. I really don't feel like enticed to go watch it. And then now, actually, they put all the <laughs> Bond movies on Prime, and uh, I still have no interest. So we'll see. I'll get into. Corey
1: loved it, and I yeah, you got to watch it because I thought it was like. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's uh, Daniel Craig. I see that his likeness is on this cover um, of James Bond. Uh, mm-hmm. I I'm not sure if that's canon, if it actually is his James Bond. Is that is it him in the actual thing or is it just
1: I know I, I think it's just a cover. But ironically, Daniel what? Craig, Dave Bautista, Glass Onion comes out by the guy that ruined the one of the worst, on. I mean Star Wars movies ever. So
2: I, hopefully it's good. And that's a movie I loved and you
1: hated. What? Last Jedi. Fucking
2: horrible garbage. Here we go. Uh, comics coming out this week, week twenty ninth of and thirtieth of November. As they say, Alex in like a turkey, out like Santa. Um,
1: ho ho ho! Now, now I have a machine. There you go. Alex has no Christmas spirit. He has no. He's out. You know what? He's to be fair,
0: I am a very happy person ninety percent of the time. This
2: is true. He is usually, out of the three of us, the most positive and happy. Not positive, but happy. It's
0: weird. <laughs> not, I mean, I'm not positive, but I'm happy. He's not an positive. optimist,
2: but yet somehow he still smiles. So. That's
0: it's part of my charm. I hate everything, and yet you know, I smile about it. Um, you, I know Marvin's going to ask me about the weather. Guess what? Tomorrow is December 1st. You don't know what the hell you're going to get anymore. <laughs> Global warming. It's cold. Who knows?
2: So, hair is supposed to be windy tomorrow, and you know what that brings, Alex?
0: Ball sticking to that thigh. <laughs> well, i to say the uh, ball's going to be sticking to your thigh. No, not sticking to your thigh. Yeah, uh, they're going to become your ovaries.
2: I was going <laughs> to say chill. I was just going to say chilly weather, but that also works.
0: No. No. Balls are going to go up inside to stay warm. And right. then uh, I think Friday is supposed to get a little small, little not a little small, a little snow. At least said small. I
1: was like, man, those things are
0: pea size
2: already in this gold. <laughs> there we go. That is straight from the National Weather Service of America. So if you want more information on, on that pea size uh, item, go ahead and check out their website.
0: I, I can't wait until the National Weather Service calls me up and goes, Alex, we need you to be our meteorologist. One, you're so accurate. Speaking of which. I love how you measure temperature. By where both I feel like there is. Yeah.
2: A, I feel like there is an opening, Alex, because I just realized yesterday. Because usually last year or any year <laughs> prior, uh, Sean Cable is pretty good on Twitter about being like on the half hour. Who would just be like, "Here's what I'm hearing about how it is to, right now." So usually I go there and see how it is during the snowstorm, and I just found out yesterday he doesn't even work in this town anymore. He's been
0: gone for two years.
2: I swear, last year he was still doing updates. Maybe I was reading updates from a whole different fucking city, though. <laughs> I,
0: say, I think I thought he moved down south with his girlfriend or fiance. No, she uh, also worked for a local news
2: station. He's in Mankato, so that's not south. I
0: don't know. Maybe she didn't go south either. I don't know. Who knows? I'll go. South. Doesn't matter. He's in Minnesota. Hey, I we, didn't,
2: we're, didn't we're getting flashbacks about that couch again. Um. So there's Comic Stuff brought to you by Rainbow and Brought to you by Rainbow Go there. Uh, it is Christmas time. Would you like a nice little. If, Alex, if you got a couple issues rolled up into your stocking, you would like that, right? Not,
0: not rolled up, safely placed in their bag and board with a big enough stocking to not bend anything. How, yeah.
2: They, if you're going to fit in the stocking, you. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about this later on. But uh, you will be getting a rolled-up comic. Oh. That, would, that would be like the ultimate – because even if it wasn't Alex's, seeing it in that state would bug him a Yeah, a little bit.
1: Oh, don't worry, Marvin. We we saw you do it several times and just were cringing. Oh, yeah,
2: that's the real. All the time. Like,
1: like,
0: like Marvin would do it as he's talking to us, and I couldn't help but watch him as he's bending his book as he's talking to the dude. Put the fucking book down. Because I, I, it's like it's like Red Foreman
1: with a newspaper, you know. I just fucking twisting and twisting and twisting. You're just like Jesus.
2: I paid for that. I I I do talk a lot with my hands and talk and like fidget with stuff. So I think it was a mix of those two things. And I would kind of like roll it up and like use it to point while I'm talking. So I do remember either a taco or a full cylinder, one of the two.
1: What if that was saga number one, you villain?
2: (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you what. I used to have Saga Number One, and a, it was framed. I don't know what happened to it. It's somewhere in this house, but what? I might have put it in a closet or something. So I'll go find it one day. But wow, yeah, let's talk about My it guys. Hurt My heart hurts. I know that's why we're moving on. <laughs> uh, we don't need to make you more angry than that special did. So, <laughs> Alex, uh, Garrett, we have a book club.
1: Wednesday Comics: League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents
2: Secret Invasion, uh, issue number two. We're talking about today, Brian Michael Bennis and uh, Brian Hitch. Brian Hitch? No.
1: No. Yeah, I wouldn't. Re- I would be like. Lenel re- Francis, you. I would veto
2: your pick. Lenel Francis, you. I I just saw that Jason Aaron and Brian Hitch are doing the new the event for Marvel right now, so that's why I, I got that out of my head.
1: I'm I'm not gonna read it. No.
2: Well, uh, anyways, uh, Lanelle Francis, you second issue of eight, I believe, second invasion. Uh, what did you guys think?
1: I thought it was pretty good. I mean, a lot of chaos, and I think it kind of like. You know, what's really hard for this book is you want to keep reading because, like, I feel like the anxiety and the hysteria of, like, who's a scrawl who's not a scrawl just keeps building and building. And then you're seeing the big players uh, kind of in the background, uh, especially that last page of this issue. But I I won't skip ahead so far yet. But I was honestly like, I'm I'm at the point where I don't know who was on who was issue one was a real Avenger. I'm like, are these the real Avengers? Are these the real Avengers? It seems like half and half like, hey, that person is legit, but they're from a different universe. But that's a, it's mass hysteria is basically what I'm mm-hmm. and, and I've, I'm I have
0: enjoyed the, the confusion. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not it's, like confusion, not, um, like
1: knocking your head. It's like, oh, this is fun.
0: I would say of not knowing who to trust. I have enjoyed that. Uh, the thing that ruined this book was Spider-Man for me, this issue. He ta- He's fighting the other Spider Man, and the one Spider Man makes an annoying joke, and the other one says, Am I really that annoying? And then they both say, Yes. And the other one goes, I know. Uh, I hate that. It is the same. It, like it was Brian Michael Bendis to a T when writing Peter Parker 616 Spider Man.
2: Yeah. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. I wasn't as annoyed with it um, in the moment, but it definitely is. I feel like that is, like, the main Bendis thing that I hate is that kind of, it's, it's weird because he's known for that, and but it gets kind of overbearing when it happens so much. Um, but then also, like, he'll do something like uh, um, his ultimate Spider-Man run, and I feel like there aren't really moments like that in there, and if there are, they work way better than they do <laughs> just on, like... I think on this kind of scale, if you're having a battle like this... And I think we've talked about this in the past. People rain Spider Man, they think that he would always have that attitude. But it is weird to be that way. Like you just met these guys and you're also going to be like making quips at that point. So.
0: Well, the weird thing is that like Spider Man has said before when he makes these kind of jokes, it's because he was nervous about who he was fighting. This is one of those, you're in a team, you're seeing a team who's just the same group of guys. You shouldn't be that nervous, and I just, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, that one pulled me out of the book. The rest of the book was fine. The art I really did enjoy, um, like I said, the confusion of not knowing who's who, and when Ronan kills the Hawkeye from the other side, and we find out that it's a scroll, and he goes to talk to Mockingbird, who was married to that Hawkeye, and wants to prove that she is human and asks what happened on july 12th and she tells the story um as proof i enjoyed that 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 got me in the feels going okay i i can understand that and what a good way to test if someone was real because only that person should have known that answer a scrawl would not have known that
1: right and it kind of goes back to like you know with the scrawl like electra it's like how long has there been scrolls in place of these heroes, you know? So that would make sense why, like, maybe they're still all in the same... Like, I'm, I'm really hoping we'll get answers. I'm sure we will. But the whole... Uh, it seemed like they were from different ships and different universes. So I don't know what that means. Or it could be the same universe. And then, like, again, scrolls were taking over certain people.
2: Yeah, because it was, but. like, Captain from early World War II, but then you had Luke Cage, who obviously for, was from the 70s in there. So yeah, they do seem like they're from all over. And then like the original Peter Parker, like, he, but he still, st- that's the thing too, Alex. He was supposed to be like that original Peter Parker from like the 60s, and yet he still spoke like a 2007 or 8 uh, Peter Parker. And it's like, wouldn't he have a whole different kind of, they wouldn't be uh, finishing each other's sentences, he would be talking differently. So,
0: you're right, and actually, that at least then I would have understood him being annoying. Yeah, because it would have been two different eras of talking. But you're right; it's the same person talking to each other at the same timeline.
2: So, in this issue, we confirm that uh, some of these members are scrolls, but some of them are also kidnapped. But it seems like also the scrolls that were on this ship don't realize that they were scrolls, and maybe that's what the scrolls did. Like you're going to infiltrate as this person. But to make it super realistic, you're not going to remember that you were a scroll. Because Spider Man, uh, the scroll Spider Man, which we saw dead, the one from the ship, he did say at one point, like in that when they're facing off at the beginning, he said, Oh, that's weird. My spider sense isn't tingling. And um, Spider Man from the current time was like, Whoa, mine's going crazy. So obviously, like, he didn't know that he, like, he, probably not going off because he doesn't have that power. And, uh, but he still thinks he should be having. It. So, it's we're gonna get obviously more information as we go on here. But I did like that dynamic of it that they weren't all one scroll. Uh, everybody thought they were scrolls, and it wasn't malice. Like none of those scrolls know that they're scrolls. They're obviously getting fucked over by some higher uh, class of scrolls, which we saw invade New York at the end, and the Young Avengers are there, and it ends with th- that scene ends with them being like, "All right, suit up." So we're going to see some Young Avengers, which I actually I actually like that they're going to be in this because it's been so long that I've written anything Young Avengers like that original team uh, that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of them in this. But I liked it. It was very much more of an action kind of issue and establishing uh, the scroll kind of human dynamic that we'll be getting. And basically as you said to Garrett too, like setting up like this is how messy this is going to be is that there's so many areas in which they infiltrated and so you're not even going to know who's who this whole time. Like, even on the ship, you might have thought that they were all fake. Well, it turns out some of them aren't. And so then you got to start thinking, being like, okay, like, is our cap dead or is that the real cap? And he's been gone. So Right,
1: like, how do you tell who's who? And I like that they're starting to figure it out. Like, well, kind of like at the end of the last issue where that person who was starting to figure it out got killed. So...
0: <laughs> he got Wait, turned into heard, spaghetti. I know if he's dead but he got made into spaghetti he got yes. made a mess
1: he got scarlet witch
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> exploded into fettuccine yep
1: yeah that's right
2: uh and then at, with the scrolls that were invading new york also were dressed up like other avengers um and so you get the impression like those one there's those ones that are coming there were also like other scrolls so we're gonna be obviously getting more into it and there are like tons of tie-in books of this this and that so but we're only reading the main series which out of everything that i've heard about this as a series i haven't i've never heard anybody say that like because sometimes you read like a uh an event like this where you really have to read other shit to get it and i feel like this one's just really self-contained which is gonna be nice for us at least coming back and reading this so um, Agreed. looking forward to issue three they're nice quick reads you know uh, it, it, I feel like 22 pages right it's not there's no way it's like 30 it's like 22 pages quick. the first
1: issue might have been uh, like oversized but, longer. but yeah this but yeah, was the, like uh, over and I was like oh
2: it's over <laughs> I was like I thought it be more than this
1: right that's why I kind of like I want to keep reading but it's nice that we're pacing ourselves yeah
2: and I can't keep reading and because then I'll get confused what came and what and I'll give a spoiler on accident so Right. We don't need that. I'm not the spoiler king. That's somebody else who just called us a little bit ago. So, <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, Secret Invasion two. We spoke about the Guardians uh, holiday special. With I feel like a nice reveal because I feel like all viewpoints were stated. We all stuck to our guns. That's what we thought about it. And now the people can decide who out of us they most would agree with and, and make that determination out of that. Uh, it was a longer conversation than I had planned for, but I feel like very. Uh, it's a nice uh as Alex called it there were stakes to that conversation it was a nice chunk and uh chunk. It, there's a lot to digest there so there you go uh don't eat it too fast you'll get a tummy ache Uh I'm looking at S- Superman right now right in his eyes that them blue eyes got one of those uh, fat heads for this room and so is that what they are called Yes the wall things Like Oh yeah 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 so I got a there's a big Batman big Superman in here, and I'm just staring at them right now. Superman right directly into my eyes. Uh, and he wants to let you know about WednesdayComics.com. This, you know, when he came to this planet from Krypton, that's the first thing he tried to do, but internet wasn't invented yet. And he realized that he would have to wait for us to figure out the internet so he can go back to that site, WednesdayComics.com. And mostly because he was missing out on his podcast. Uh, that's what he listened to on the way to Earth, too, his star podcast. So, uh, that Wednesday com will be the place where you can subscribe on any of your platforms. You enjoy podcasts from Spotify, um, which I know a majority come from Spotify. We had a nice little, little little rap came out today. Um, good information there. gets me, gets me fucking doing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think number two, a new number two country we're in is Canada. So how's the, how's the Poutine up there? huh?
1: I love poutine. I know, it's so good. It is. Give me that beef gravy. gravy, There there are
2: are things that the Canadians, you would think that, like, here's the only difference Americans like eating horrible things for them and they get fat from it, right? But because healthcare is not a given here, there's no going back from that fat. So we're all just getting fat over here. In Canada, they also like the sweets and the, the stuff that makes you fat. But because they got free health care over there, these guys are staying fit. They're getting checkups left and right. And the doctor says, you know what? Maybe hold back on the the maple syrup, huh? You know what? That (laughs) candied bacon, put it away.
0: (laughs) You know what? Or you know what? That maple syrup, get the sugar-free option. Okay.
2: God, that Timmy's you have, maybe next time go black. You know, don't put the cream and sugar in it. Oh, gosh. There you go. Uh, there you go. Gary's about to start something in the microwave. So, um, I just
1: turned off my heater cause I'm hot.
2: Oh. You were in the microwave my, yourself. My, my,
1: my, uh, chestnuts were roasting in an open fire. If catch my man, that's how
2: different we are, Gary. <laughs> that's how different we are. It's, you got a you got a heater on. I got a fan right blowing on me right now. Oh man. There you go. Go to, uh, rootswithswamping.com, uh, avatar of the green, um, <laughs> God, that's another guy that Alex is that or Garrett, is that Swamp Thing series still going? No. Over with.
1: Cancelled. So
2: now he's just gonna be cameos again until somebody else wants to be Red right. Swamp. Oh sorry, I
1: thought you were talking about the T V show. Uh no, no it... the book bu- the book ended.
0: The yeah. book ended and I think Green Hell I thought was getting resolicited soon. I oh, thought I had cool.
2: seen You it. saw it? Fuck
0: yeah. I thought I had seen it. I'll double check.
2: Hell yeah, baby. Now it's gonna be for that and Southern Batters, and we're back on track. So um, You know what Alex? I'm going this is gonna be one of those things where I look it up and Southern Masters is over. He decided like that well, that's my ending.
0: No, so it's it's done. That's the problem, is that it's done. And the ending is unsatisfactory.
2: Yeah. Wait, Southern Masters finished? Yeah. What series am I thinking about then? Oh god damned. No, that kind of just ended. He just started a new thing. That's what happened. Correct. Well, now that he's done with Avengers after this event thing, maybe he can go back and finish some shit, you know? Where's my goddamn book?
0: Bring out Northern Bastards or something. Northern Dick Faces. There
2: you go. Here we go. WednesdayComics.com on Twitter, at WednesdayComics, at Karat2188, and at the AP Keaton. Uh, Marvin is uh, the Marvin underscore Sock That's on sabbatical, so. Uh, Wednesday Comics is where I'm at, which actually might be a good thing that I just use that one because I'm very more active when I just when I'm I just have one to handle. So, um, to so mop there, you know, representing the three of us, and I'm out there saying, you know what, fucking the best goddamn Star Wars movie is The Last Jedi.
1: Fuck that noise! God,
2: I can just say all of our opinions. You know, the best.
0: That's what they call a
2: dictatorship. <laughs> uh, I was trying to do one of Alex's opinions and reverse it, but I couldn't figure out, like... Because you have so many, uh, Alex, I can't even narrow one down right now.
1: Die Hard is the worst Christmas
2: movie. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Die Hard 5 is the most violent Die Hard.
1: Oh, dude.
2: She That one was collateral damage to Gary. You may felt that one.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> that... Uh, I just love that 30 second walk of uh, you know John and his kids you know I just <laughs> let
2: the 30
0: story follow with no no damage
2: speaking of no damage uh, rainbowcomicsandcars.com go there and make sure to give your loved ones a comic or they'll feel damaged inside you know not getting that pulp uh, not getting that comic in their stocking as we talked about before cylinder or taco do one of the two they're <laughs> right in there <laughs> you know those cylinders that you get posters in, Alex? I'm just gonna fill that with comics and give that to you. Damn.
1: That's that's mean. Man.
2: And at the bottom would be a little bit of precip- precipitation. <laughs> oh, and he man. won't
1: even he won't even roll them at the the spine. He'll like, do it inside out and then roll it.
2: Yeah, I just I'm just gonna shove them in there. So whatever way they come yeah. in there. And at the bottom, what I mean, like a little water. Not too much. I don't want them to get, you know, the water content. I want the humidity to make those paper
0: you, had, you gotta you gotta do the moisture at the bottom, then send it over to Garrett, where his chestnuts are roasting open that fire. Uh, that'll get that humidity going real oh, well,
2: yeah. right in there.
0: <laughs>
1: at least it's uh, not Jack Frost nipping at your nose, but you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean Dick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grayson. Yeah. There you go. snowballs <laughs> over there. <laughs>
2: Oh, God. you if-
1: mean dick
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Alex uh, reminded me and a good thing he did because otherwise next week we wouldn't have uh, done the tradition of Wednesday Comics as it's been for the last uh, six years uh, this December award season's coming up so next week we'll talk about our best new series of 2022 after that best writers and artists of 2022 and then we'll have a little Christmas party episode where we're going to talk about uh, their nope that Texas blood Uh, the latest arc the whole complete arc give you a little time to read that and then the next week we'll talk about the best series uh, of 2022 that includes like minis limited ongoing whatever but that's the best of the best if we're gonna say top five things we enjoyed that year that's what that show's gonna be about so we'll talk about that uh, coming up here and uh, um, I'll let you know you know I let you know what's the best of the best and Alex will let you know what he read this year so
0: Hey, got him. That's got really him. <laughs> okay, do some homework, I, think, so I
2: actually tell you that some stuff was good. There you go, buddy. There's some good shit out there. You caught up with Human Target. Fantastic. Um, yeah, we talked about the show. What the fuck am I talking about? Jesus Christ, guys. I think uh, you know. Uh, Recommender obviously has a good shot. You know that deadly class ended exactly how you wanted to. <laughs> you
0: know. Nope nope
2: Jason Aaron has a shot that Avengers comic is not convoluted and not um has every character for no reason you know is that-
1: his Punisher comics pretty good though
2: he's, I always, will say. Oh, he's always he's always good with that's the tone for Jason Aaron right there that's Southern Bastards it's basically Punisher in the south so um the first part not and the Punisher gets fucked up spoilers uh <laughs> There you go with that. You know what? Like I said, go out there, get some comics, roll them up, put them in the stockings, and have a Merry Christmas. Even though we're not there yet, I'm going to – Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy uh, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating this this uh, holiday season. The only thing that's going to bring us all together, and it doesn't matter what holiday you're celebrating, is rolling up them comics in some <laughs> sort of cylinder and giving it as a gift. It's the perfect way to give it. So, sounds, so like <laughs> sounds like a crime. Sounds like a crime. For Wednesday Comics, I'm Marvin.
0: I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, stay warm or cool and keep turning those pages. <laughs>